Well, we'll certainly be talking about the aftermath of the decision or non-decision by Shanahan in the first quarter of this 27-7 49ers victory over the Seattle Seahawks here in Week 2. You are listening to Episode 1 of the 415ers Podcast, the Odyssey Podcast Network, coming at you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, three times a week during the football season here in the 2022 season. And uh, I can find everything on the Odyssey app in cooperation with 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings and Mark Granny with you. Well, we've... We've, we've, I think we've gone 12 rounds of Shanahan, Mark, and I do want to finish the podcast on a high note as we still have a couple of minutes left here to discuss the positives that happened today, which to me was the fact that, I mean, you did lose your starting quarterback for the season, likely. According to Adam Schefter, it will likely be out for the season. Shanahan confirmed that Trey Lance will have surgery on his ankle tomorrow on Monday as we're recording this after the game here on Sunday night. But you didn't skip a beat. I mean, as, as the 49ers are concerned, an injury like that to your quarterback, and the 49ers, unfortunately, have had a lot of experience with this. You lose a starting quarterback, not to say you lose the game, but you certainly lose momentum, and you lose, at least appears to be, a lot of energy sort of sucked out of the stadium. And granted, we weren't at Levi's Stadium, but it felt like once Jimmy G came in, his first five passes he hits leads them immediately on a touchdown drive. They create some separation with the Seattle team they should put away and did. And the defense looked fantastic. The running game excelled via, you know, 45 runs. As we mentioned, you know, 30 plus of them coming after Jimmy Garoppolo came into the game at the two and two and a half minute mark of the third quarter. So as much as I am mad and I don't really know where to place the majority of the blame except for at the feet of Kyle Shanahan. If if I'm feeling you know good about where the 49ers were at the beginning of the season as far as making the playoffs, potentially going back to where they were last year, which is the conference championship, in a weird way, I almost feel like they are still on track to do that because of how they looked after Trey Lance went down. They didn't seem to skip a beat. Yeah, run game was was really good. Uh, obviously, having Elijah Mitchell out there would be really nice. But, I mean, it's kind of been the story of Kyle Shanahan's Niners tenure is whoever's out there is going to be efficient and effective. And that was the case. Uh, I, I really liked what I saw from, from Ty Davis-Price. Um, I think we could probably put to bed the Ty Davis-Price-Jordan Mason conversation. I mean, Mason didn't touch the ball. I don't, I don't think he was in there for an offensive snap. Um, the entire game, Ty Davis Price is the clear cut number two, and uh, you know, God forbid something happened to Jeff Wilson Jr. or, or who knows, maybe Ty Davis Price impresses Shanahan enough, and he ultimately becomes the the new number one with the injury to Elijah Mitchell. Um, the defense was phenomenal. I mean, you only give up seven points. It would have been a shutout if it weren't for a blocked chip shot field goal that was returned for a touchdown. And the only reason that happened was because Jake Brendel. Uh, couldn't quite snap the ball to Jimmy Garoppolo on a third and goal play from the one yard line. It it turned into uh, just Ross Duelli picking it up and, and trying to scoot into the end zone, but was unable to on kind of a weird broken play. Then the field goal, which is blocked and returned, yada, yada, yada. So the only points allowed on special teams and the defense was phenomenal. Yeah, the, the 49ers looked- defense pitched a shutout. Yes, they did. The only points scored by Seattle were on special teams and kind of a freak play. And then you look at, okay, well, who comes in for Trey Lance? It's Jimmy Garoppolo, the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and he was good. 13-21, 154 yards. He found a wide-open Ross Dwelly for a long touchdown in the first half. 
did not turn the ball over. There were a couple of wobbly balls and not the greatest throws, but efficient, classic Jimmy Garoppolo. He also rushed for a touchdown. So, I mean, he was really good. And it it makes for a really interesting conversation because on one hand, what we spent, you know, the first 40 or so minutes of this pod discussing, Evan, is the, the blame that Kyle Shanahan deserves for for what happened here. But you have to then credit him and John Lynch and everyone involved with keeping Jimmy Garoppolo here, because if an injury like this does happen, whether or not you want to believe it was avoidable with the play calling, it's better to have a good backup quarterback than a bad one, or at least an unproven one like Brock Purdy is, who would have been the backup if Jimmy Garoppolo got traded elsewhere, if he didn't want to re-sign with the 49ers. So on one hand, you can blame Shanahan all you want for this injury, but on the other hand, you do have to at least give him a modicum of credit for keeping up a solid relationship with Jimmy Garoppolo, for making sure that he still feels welcome, that he wants to be here, for creating an environment that he would be willing to come back to as the backup quarterback. You have to credit Shanahan and company for that because otherwise, if if we're talking in an alternate universe where Jimmy Garoppolo, say he got traded to the Seahawks. He was playing for Seattle in this game. Trey Lance gets hurt on the second drive of the game. Brock Purdy comes in. Guess what's happening? Jimmy Garoppolo is leading the Seahawks to a victory in Santa Clara. There's there's no doubt about that. So I think it makes it a super interesting conversation because on the one hand, you're in this situation partly, I think, because of the careless play calling by by Kyle Shanahan, but you were still able to win this game in convincing fashion because he kept a good backup quarterback around, which maybe you could argue was bad for your starting quarterback because uh, it, it creates just this giant cloud of doubt behind him. But your team is better because of it, and you you won this game in week two probably because of it and, and because of the defense and the run game, but you got to credit what Jimmy Garoppolo did today. And you have to credit Shanahan for making sure he was still in the Niners uniform. Well, and that is why I feel so inextricably split about Kyle <laughs> Shanahan right now, because I don't feel like he should deserve credit, but at the same time, he absolutely should not only because of how the game worked out today, they still won by 20 points, and whether you want to make it a poo-poo victory or not, they haven't beaten the Seahawks by that many points since, well, neither us, neither of us were alive at that point. But, you know, he's also responsible for, I mean, I think he's responsible. You think he's responsible. I think the majority of 49ers fans feel that he's responsible for the loss of his starting quarterback, but they didn't seem to skip a beat. And even before then, the defense obviously looked fantastic. Nick Bosa racked up a couple of sacks. Drake Greenlaw, who actually, I think right before we started recording the pot, officially was signed to a two-year extension with the San Francisco 49ers. He had a game-high eight sacks, or pardon me, eight tackles, six of them solo, also a tackle for loss. Traverius Ward had his first interception. Granted, it was handed to him on a silver platter uh, as a 49er. And, you know, Ayuk had five catches, 60 yards. Debo, five catches, 40 yards. He also had an explosive run, five for 53. Like, they looked good outside of, of course, the the sort of debacle that we're trying to decipher our way through, which is the quarterback situation, what happened to Trey. So, 
you know, I, I can't be completely angry with Kyle, not only for how the game turned out, but also because, look, he's the one that is responsible at the front office level for putting together this group of talent. He, along with with John Lynch, but he is the one that has the final say-so as far as who is on his team. So he's clearly compiled an extremely good roster. That's why many fans were so high on the 49ers this year. And honestly, they should be. And at the very least, where I walked out of the game feeling like is the 49ers are still on track to do what I deem a successful season, which is make the playoffs. But Jimmy Garoppolo as your backup and now starting quarterback, you can almost, and I feel like this is how Kyle sort of sees it too. Shanahan can pencil 10 wins in on his ledger with Jimmy Garoppolo, assuming he stays healthy with him playing starting quarterback for the 49ers. So as much as I feel terrible for Trey Lance, and as much as I feel terrible for the Trey Lance supporters who are hoping that he could be the guy to lead the 49ers to the promised land and beyond, they're sort of in the same place they were at the preseason, which is everyone still feeling high on them, and they're almost a lock to make the playoffs. Yeah, you, you got me thinking about how the betting market is going to react to this. Oh, because boy. I think I think it's an extremely interesting conversation because there is a very real chance and we could get online and maybe try to look at some live odds, see if things are changing right now. But if you look at Super Bowl odds, futures, future bets, you know, to, to win the Super Bowl, um, the odds are probably going they're probably going to change and they're going to move like more likely to happen now that Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback would be I my agree. Guess. which how many times in NFL history does your starting quarterback get hurt and is likely out for the rest of the season and your Super Bowl odds increase that is the wildest statement anyone has ever said but I am pretty positive that's going to happen now, Niner fans, you can be frustrated and upset by that. I think most people are because you don't get to see. You you still have that the mystery of what Trey Lance is going to be hanging around. You've had it for a year and a half. You're going to have to wait probably a whole nother year before you get any sort of resolution. And you still might not a year from now, a year and a half from now. Who knows? But you lose your starting quarterback and your Super Bowl odds get better. That is absolutely wild. And it, it makes no sense to me. I think, I mean, we'll check back on this the next time we record a pod around, uh, it'll, it'll be released Wednesday morning, I believe. Um, we'll check. But right now I'm, I'm looking at odds and it looks like the Niners are, based on where you're at, where you're at plus 2,200, plus 2000 plus 2500 around there. So that would mean a $100 bet would pay you out upwards of of $2000. Uh it's probably going to dip into the, you know, plus you know, I don't know, plus I'm not even sure. It, it, it's going to get better and um we'll check back in this uh, in on those numbers on on Wednesday, but um it just is an absolute shocking shocking you know, turn of events. And like what we mentioned at the very uh, top of the pod, Evan, uh, this 49ers season, which was already as interesting as, you know, a, a season can be through one week, just gets even more interesting through two weeks. 
Well, for those of you who couldn't tell, Grandy is the degenerate of the duo here. Uh, <laughs> immediately going to the gambling odds. I so and actually, I do want to pick this up on our Wednesday pod again. We're going to be dropping three episodes a week during the 2022 San Francisco 49ers season. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can find all of it on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network Odyssey app in cooperation with 95.7 The Game. I do think they will increase. Now, I don't know how much, just because even though. I think people feel more comfortable with Jimmy G and at least knowing that they'll be, it's easy to pencil in. I think wins easier with Jimmy than Trey, although we don't know how many wins Trey could have gotten Um, moving from 0 and one to one and one automatically gets you closer to the super bowl. So that that's certainly going to have some sway in there too, but I do want to keep an eye on that. Maybe it would be better to look at um, NFC West odds or just NFC Mm. odds as opposed to just, just narrow it down a little bit more and you can kind of see a little bit more movement probably. For sure. No, that's something we'll absolutely keep an eye on. I think that's an interesting point, Mark, and we will bring it to our next episode, which will be dropping on Wednesday. This has been episode one of the 415ers podcast. Again, my name is Evan Giddings, along with Mark Grandy. You can follow me on Twitter at egiddings10. Mark, tell them where they can get at you. Uh, At Mark Grandy. That's Mark with a C, M-A-R-C-G-R-A-N-D-I. Right on. We'll be coming at you three times a week. This has been a lot of fun, Mark. I know we've gone almost about an hour at this point. I feel like we could go several more hours with Shanahan, with Trey, with Jimmy, with the 49ers, with what's going to happen this season. And we are pleased to be bringing you the 415ers podcast three times a week, again, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. In the meantime, Well, we'll see what happens with Trey Lance. He's slated to have surgery tomorrow on Monday as we tape this on Sunday evening. Thank you so much all for tuning in. Mark, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.